Hello and welcome, guys. This is Evita with Flying Blind Podcast, where I talk about how I am 37 and have no idea what the heck I am doing with my life. Here you'll join me on my journey, and I aim to help you feel really good about your own very unique journey. My hope is for you to feel inspired to get out there, spread your wings, and fly. Today is actually the season finale of season two of Flying Blind Podcast. I can't believe that we have actually recorded a whole other season and it is also Christmas Eve today. And I also can't believe that this year is coming to an end soon. This year has just really, really flown by. And I actually wanted to talk about limiting beliefs today. And the reason I even started thinking about this is because this year, Christmas time has actually been a little bit different for me at home specifically. Christmas is always a really fun time for me with family. We all get together a lot during the Christmas season. We specifically get together to decorate my parents' really huge Christmas tree. And if you follow me at all on social media, you saw how big my parents' tree is. And um, my dad actually has to go up to the second story to put the angel on top of the tree. That's how huge the tree is. So yeah, every year we get together and decorate the tree, listen to Christmas music, have some chocolate barra, which is Mexican hot chocolate, and we have dinner and we decorate the house and just make a whole little evening out of it. And it's really a lot of fun and something that I always look forward to every single year. And even though I do this with my family, the last almost four years that I have been in the house that I currently live in, I actually never decorate. And it's been a little bit of a joke. Uh, Everybody tells me that, you know, I'm a Grinch and that I should decorate my house. And I actually do have this, I call it my itty bitty nativity scene. And it's this literally itty bitty nativity scene that I bought. I can literally fit the whole thing in my hand. And I put it on my little mantle on my fireplace. And that has been the extent of my holiday decorations in my home. And this year, I actually have a Christmas tree up. And I actually have a couple of little blow-ups outside. And I started with one last year that my brother and my sister-in-law actually sent to me via Amazon with a note telling me to put it in front of my house and pretty much to not be such a Grinch. So I did start with that last year. And yeah, this year I have a Christmas tree and I have more than my itty bitty nativity scene. And I have a few other little items scattered around the house that have been in boxes for years. So it's not that I'm a Grinch and it's not that I don't like Christmas because I actually really do love the holiday season and I love Christmas music and the decorations and all of that stuff. But I just, again, had never put these up. So I actually asked myself this year, if you love Christmas so much, and if you love Christmas music and family and all the stuff that comes along with the Christmas season, Evita, why have you not been decorating your house? And I actually realized that the reason that I never did all of these things in my home is because of my limiting beliefs. Now, a lot of us do have limiting beliefs. And one of my limiting beliefs And the story that I told myself was that because I'm not married, I don't have a family, I don't have kids. I mean, I have my, of course, my my parents, my siblings, but I myself don't have children. I almost felt like because I don't have children or anybody in my home to enjoy those things other than myself, that there was no reason to have those items up in my home. 
I somehow believed that me enjoying those things just wasn't a good enough reason. I felt that I didn't necessarily deserve that sort of environment and enjoyment in my home. Now, I'm not really sure exactly how these limiting beliefs became part of my story, but I am inclined to believe that the reason I was telling myself this is because I associate Christmas and the decorating and the music and everything with family time, family bonding, and just togetherness and being around a lot of people at one time. I felt that maybe doing that at home alone was sad or I just don't have the proper circumstances to do that in my home and for it to be a good enough reason or for for myself to be a good enough reason to do those things in my house. Now, I'm very lucky that I have people in my life that have encouraged me to go ahead and put a Christmas tree up and decorate and bring out all of the decorations that have been up in my garage for almost four years. You know who you are. Thank you for encouraging me and for helping me and being there for me and doing these things with me. But that was a really huge limiting belief that I put on myself and saying that, okay, well, this enjoyment in my home, it's not something that I deserve. And eh, you know what? I'm, it's just me. So why? Why do that? That was a story that I was telling myself. And it's a story that I told myself for the last almost four years. And we all have these limiting beliefs. This is a, an example that's relevant right now in my life because it's Christmas time. It's Christmas Eve today. And it's something that I had not really thought about too much. And I realized but we do have limiting beliefs when it comes to many things in our lives, not just things like this, like Christmas. And we do have a lot of these limiting beliefs that surround a lot of the things that we do and influence the things that we do and influence our behaviors, what we do, what we don't do. And these limiting beliefs do limit us and they are the stories that we tell ourselves that are usually not true. And a lot of these limiting beliefs come from different places. Some are cultural, some are societal, and some are things that we may have internalized as children. So let's start with the cultural ones. Some of these stories that we tell ourselves are because of the cultures that we grew up in. And you'll hear a lot of people say these things. And for me, being Mexican, you will hear some people say like, oh, well, así somos los mexicanos. Or, oh, that's just how us Mexicans are. And you'll hear people of different races saying those things. They say, oh, well, in my culture, this is just how we do things. Or in my culture, you know, it's just, it's just that way. Or one that you hear pretty much across the board. And it's so funny because I hear people of all backgrounds say this. Oh, they're just on Mexican time. That's just a story we tell ourselves, okay? People just aren't punctual. And a lot of times it has absolutely nothing to do with culture. But it's a story that we hear and it's a story that we tell ourselves and that we internalize and we use that as an excuse. And we all do that. Instead of taking accountability for ourselves and our behaviors and what we do and don't do, a lot of times we do tell ourselves these stories. I know people that seriously are late to everything and they tell themselves that constant story of, oh, that's just how us Mexicans are. That's, we're, we're just late. And that is very limiting and it can be very damaging as well. And that's the thing is these limiting beliefs can be incredibly damaging in a lot of different ways. That's just one example. 
Other limiting beliefs can come from some societal pressures. And this can kind of overlap with the cultural stuff. But an example is, oh, I have to go to college or I have to get married by a certain age or I have to have this many kids or I have to get this sort of job. Those are, are things that we see growing up and we see these things as doing the quote unquote right thing. But the truth is, is that college isn't for everybody and marriage isn't for everybody. And there are many other examples out there of some societal pressures that we internalize and those beliefs can be limiting. Not everybody needs to follow a specific path. And if you have those beliefs that you have to do these certain things, but that's just not who you are, that's not how you thrive, that can be a belief that you have internalized that can be very limiting. And then some other beliefs are some that we internalize as children. A lot of times growing up, we feel that we have to be quote-unquote good boys or girls to receive love or to receive some sort of praise. We have to act a certain way. We have to do certain things. And a lot of times, not everybody, but a lot of us do develop this idea that in order to receive love, we have to be a certain way. We have to accomplish certain things. And that can be very limiting because then as we get older and we get involved with other people in romantic relationships, then we have this belief system that you have to do specific things or act a certain way, whatever, to receive love from your significant other. And because of these limiting beliefs, a lot of times, let's just say we end up in a dysfunctional relationship and we're not receiving what we need from our partner. And we might end up believing and telling ourselves that we are not good enough, that we aren't doing enough, even if you know that you are. If you have this deep internal belief that you aren't good enough because of a lack of love or lack of attention or whatever it may be, that can be very damaging because for one, it doesn't do anything for self-confidence. And then you might just keep on trying and trying and overextending yourself. And it can be really bad for you. Because these beliefs a lot of times are, I'm not good enough, I'm not educated enough, I'm undeserving, I'm too skinny, I'm too fat, I'm too tall, I'm too short. There's all kinds of limiting beliefs that you can have about yourself and they can really stop you from pursuing things that you want to pursue, whether it's a job, whether it's a business, a relationship, a situation, something. These limiting beliefs can be very paralyzing. And some of these limiting beliefs really can be expectations that maybe our family members have or whatever the case may be. But regardless, it's really important to tackle these limiting beliefs so that we can live a happier life and pursue the things that we want to do. So when we come back from a short break, I want to talk about how we can tackle these limiting beliefs and change the stories that are untrue that we tell ourselves all the time. Hey everybody, this is Panchito and Mike from the 5 for 5 podcast. And you're currently listening to Flying Blind with Evita. We hope you enjoy it. Subscribe, like, love, and follow us at Zwerk Media. At Z-W-E-R-C Media. Did you get it? Good. How do we tackle these limiting beliefs? Well, a lot of people look at me now and they ask me this question, but I do have to tell you that these stories and limiting beliefs do not 
go away overnight. You have to work on them. You have to make a very conscious effort to tackle these. And truth be told, it's not easy. And the truth also is that I have always struggled with a lot of limiting beliefs. And it's only been pretty recently that I've learned to not just squash them immediately because that's impossible, but to still pursue things still go for things, even with these limiting beliefs coming up all the time in my head when I'm trying to do something. And I have learned to quiet them down. But the truth is, is that they're not gone. Even with this podcast or anything I pursue, every single time I'm going to record, even though I've gotten some great feedback from you guys listening, I still have these voices in my head telling me that maybe I'm boring. Maybe I'm not good enough. I seriously have all kinds of things going on in my head all the time that are limiting, but I have learned to do it anyway. And yeah, I've learned to silence them a little bit, but they're still there and I'm working on it and I don't know if they're gonna ever go away, but they're getting a little bit better and that's what I want to help you with today. But before I actually give you a really great resource, I do want to clear up the misconception that you do have to do away with any of these beliefs before you pursue anything. That is just completely not true. You don't have to wait to get rid of the limiting beliefs and completely change your story to take action. Our minds and our bodies are so strong that we can do things despite fears, despite limiting beliefs, and despite the stories that we tell ourselves. And we are so strong that we have the power to change these stories and to change the beliefs, even though it's not easy, but it can be done. And I know because I'm working on it and I've spoken to people that have truly changed the stories that they've been telling themselves their entire lives. And a lot of times people that that have been incredibly successful at some point were very negative we're always victimizing themselves but what they did was they changed their mindset and they changed their limiting beliefs and the stories that they tell themselves every single day there is actually this really really great website and it really goes into some really great detail about limiting beliefs it's called iq matrix the actual url is blog.iqmatrix.com and it really goes into detail about exploring your belief systems, your limiting beliefs, where they come from, how a belief is created. It also talks about how much strength a belief has, uh, what are your psychological rules, because we all create our own rules around our behaviors and our thoughts. And a lot of times we don't even realize it. Just like with me and the whole Christmas tree thing, I had almost created these rules for myself that I could only enjoy Christmas tree decorating at my parents' home, but I wasn't allowed to do it in mine. And it's so odd, but we do. We create these rules around certain things. And another great example that's very common and because there's just so much diet culture and so much fear surrounding food and exercise and body image, there are a lot of people that create these weird and very unhealthy rules for themselves around food and exercise. And I know because I've done that to myself as well. And that's something that I've explored and have been working on as well. But this website goes into detail about uh, convictions and also how to identify your limiting beliefs. Because a lot of times these limiting beliefs, they're just, they aren't so obvious. So a lot of times you really do need to sit and do some exploring 
limiting and figure out what your limiting beliefs are because if you don't even know what they are, you obviously can't change them. So it's important to be able to sit down and identify what these things are so you can start taking some action toward the things that you want to accomplish and the things that you want to do. And just to give you a little bit of a head start here, there are some questions that you can ask yourself to identify some of these beliefs. When do you make excuses? When do you complain about things? When do you indulge in your negative thoughts? When do you indulge in unhelpful habits? When you talk to yourself, is it negative or positive? Do you jump to conclusions and make assumptions? When you hesitate, is it out of fear? Do you worry about failures or about making mistakes? Do you worry uncontrollably for no reason? Do you procrastinate? Do you think often about indulging in perfectionism? Just consider all of these things and when you do them, and it could hopefully help you to start uncovering some of your limiting beliefs. This website also talks about understanding the formation of your limiting beliefs, where they come from, also letting go of limiting beliefs, how to transform your limiting beliefs, and I actually want to quickly go through these steps with you on how to start transforming these limiting beliefs because even though it might take some exploring for some situations in life, I think that you might already have an idea of some of your limiting beliefs, especially when it might come to things like pursuing something or pursuing a relationship. I think we all can pretty much identify some of the negative things that we say to ourselves. But identify some of your limiting beliefs and I just want to go through some of the steps with you on how to start transforming these so you can start living your best life and doing the things that you want to do. So first, you need to choose your desired outcome. These are some of the questions to ask yourself. What goal would I like to achieve? What's currently preventing me from achieving these goals? What kind of person would I like to become? What is it specifically that I would like to change? What specific beliefs are not working for me? What beliefs are preventing me from achieving my desired outcome? And once you become clear on these limiting beliefs, you can go to step two. Question your limiting beliefs. Your limiting beliefs are only as strong as the references that support them. So question them. Why do you have them? Is this belief truly accurate? Have I always believed this? Was there a time I didn't believe this? Question, question, question. That's very important. Then move on to step three. Consider the consequences of your limiting beliefs. These limiting beliefs are stopping you from doing what? What are they stopping you from accomplishing, from achieving, pursuing? Is it affecting you physically, emotionally, spiritually, financially? These are very important things to question. Then step four, choose a new empowering belief to adopt. So whatever it is that you're thinking, choose the opposite. Like for me, there have been times in my life I feel like a loser and I don't want to be a loser. So if I was saying to myself, okay, I want to be a winner. I want to be a positive person. So what would this person believe about themselves? What would a winner believe about themselves? Step five, strengthen your new empowering belief. Put it into practice. And like I've spoken about in many of my podcasts, do some affirmations, write these down, record them, play them to yourself, tell yourself positive things. Step six, 
which is incredibly important, is that you have to make a firm decision about what you want to change and you need to actually put it into practice. Actually make the commitment to change and take baby steps. Like I said, do one affirmation a day and tell yourself this affirmation several times a day. Start small, but start making changes, which is step seven, to progressively condition your new belief. And this is how you do it. You do it by using affirmations or other tools to reinforce this new belief. Step eight is to make room for this new belief in your life. And this can be, I think, a little bit more challenging, but this is where you need to also take action. You need to probably change your environment, change your patterns, change your language towards yourself, change the people that you are around. You need to make room, declutter for these new changes that you want to implement in your life and begin to use all of these tools to make it happen for yourself. And I really, really hope that you can start taking some action and start at least exploring these limiting beliefs that you have, the stories that you tell yourself. I want you to really remember how strong human beings are. Your mind is so incredibly strong. We only use a certain percentage of our brains. We have the capacity to do so much. We have the capacity to learn new skills, including being more positive and telling ourselves good things and that are going to help us do away with the limiting beliefs. I was a person that was constantly putting myself down, that was constantly being negative, that was constantly putting limits on myself with the stories I was telling myself. And one of them was thinking that I had nothing useful to say, nothing useful to share. And here I am on a podcast sharing and speaking with you guys and so happy that I can affect the lives in a positive way of the people that are listening. And here we are wrapping up season two and here i am with the green light to go to season three and having people excited to hear what i have to bring what new things i have to bring and interviews and all kinds of stuff for next season and just a few months ago i just had the belief that this couldn't happen that nobody would listen that i had nothing useful to contribute to listeners so this is proof that you can move forward despite your limiting beliefs and that you can start to work on them and start changing the story that you tell yourself and you can start living the life that you dream of. It's possible for anybody. You just have to put the work in. So like I said, go to this website, blog.iqmatrix.com. It's a great resource, a great read. Gives you the step-by-step process of how to start working on changing these negative limiting beliefs. You're listening to Flying Blind Podcast. Subscribe, like, love, and follow us at Zwerk Media. At Z-W-E-R-C Media. Did you get it? Good. I want to share a quote with you as I always do. And this will be the last quote that I share with you for season two. And it is by Wayne Dyer. And he says, the only limits you have are the limits you believe. I think this is incredibly true and I do hope that you really take this quote to heart and start living your best life.
I really hope that you enjoyed season two and I look forward to sharing another season with you guys. I hope that you have a wonderful holiday season and enjoy the time with your family, with your friends. Don't forget to take care of yourself and to fill your cup because it's very important. Thank you so much for joining me today on this episode. I hope that you took something positive and useful away from listening today. I would love to get any feedback, suggestions, or ideas from you. You can find me and reach me on Instagram, Facebook, and Snapchat at Evita Carrasco. That's E-V-I-T-A-C-A-R-R-A-Z-C-O. Remember to subscribe, like, love, and follow us on Zwerk Media. That's Z-W-E-R-C Media. And until next time, stay blessed and stay positive. <laughs>